Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. The next couple of afternoons, cold mornings, though, for sure. As you step out the door, you'll notice it layer up through the afternoon, making a run at near 50 degrees almost like yesterday. Today is the start of winter, but it won't feel too winter-like. Overnight, we're back in the 20s and 30s. Tomorrow, a few less degrees and a few more clouds. We'll look for highs into the mid-40s for your Friday. And then heading into the weekend, near 50 again on Saturday with partly sunny skies. Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, both looking nice with temperatures in the mid-50s. I'm 70s meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Alert Weather Center. 24 in Manassas now, 31 in Frederick, 37 outside the WTOP studios. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good morning, I'm John Aaron. And I'm Michelle Bash. Coming up... Today is expected to be one of the busiest days of the season at the nation's airports. A local governor is trying to get rid of what he calls a hated tax. I'm Scott Gelman. Where in Maryland are customers buying the most cannabis? I'm Valerie Bonk. Military escalations underway after ships are attacked on the Red Sea. We'll talk live with a former Navy captain at 7.15. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Family members welcoming home Americans freed from Venezuela in a prisoner swap. L.A. County Public Defender Avon Hernandez was among six who landed at a military base in San Antonio last night. Even though I didn't like the treatment, it was horrible, it was difficult to survive, um, the only way for this to end is through diplomatic relations, respectful relations. A fugitive defense contractor nicknamed Fat Leonard is also back home. Correspondent Cammie McCormick has his story. He was arrested years ago, accused of bilking the military of $35 million and buying off dozens of top-ranking Navy officials with booze and sex and other gifts. Three weeks before his sentencing last year, he slipped off his ankle monitor and escaped from San Diego. He fled to Venezuela, where he was arrested. The U.S. has freed Alex Saab, a close ally of Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro. The U.N. Security Council is expected to vote yet again on a delicately rewarded resolution the U.S. might accept to stop the fighting in Gaza. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu unyielding as he spoke through an interpreter. Those who think we will stop are not connected to reality. We will not stop fighting until we achieve all the goals we have set. All Hamas terrorists are mortal. They have only two options, surrender or die. Here in the U.S., the holiday travel rush kicks into high gear today. AAA predicts it could be busier than ever. It won't stop this man from flying out of the airport in Oakland, California. Tedious, nothing out of the ordinary, but, you know, it's worth the hassle to come see family, which I very rarely get to do other than holidays. It's been 35 years to the day an American Airlines plane was blown up by terrorists in the sky over Scotland. The sky lit up and I had this explosion. Realized it was a plane. Correspondent Tom Foti looks back. Relatives of the many victims will recall the bomb destruction of Pan American Flight 103 over Lockerbie, Scotland. More than 250 passengers and crew died, as did 11 people on the ground. Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco will place a wreath at the plane victim memorial. Dow futures are up 149. Wrapping up last-minute Christmas shopping, chances are you've spent less on presents this year and more on travel and entertainment. Bank of America's card data shows retail spending fell 1% last month, while it rose 2.5% on services. 
One woman tells the Wall Street Journal she cut back on her gift budget to catch a couple of Broadway shows. S&P futures up 22. This is CBS News. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. 703 on Thursday, December 21st. First day of winter. It arrives later today. 37 degrees going up to near 50. Good morning. I'm John Aaron. And I'm Michelle Bash. Our top local story, it is a busy morning already at the airports as the rush to get out of town for the holidays is here. Today is actually expected to be the busiest getaway day at airports before Christmas. WTOP's Kyle Cooper joins us live now from Reagan National Airport. Kyle? Yeah, Michelle, uh, I rolled in here about uh, 4.30 this morning, and I had to wait in line to get into the parking garage. Cars queued up two or three uh, in front of me. Didn't take that long, though. I got inside, but volume has been building all morning here at the airport. Security lines are getting a little bit longer. A lot more people are moving through the airport. But so far, things seem to be running very, very smoothly. I'm standing right here by one of the big departure boards, um, and luckily, there is only one flight right now that says it's taking off later than it was scheduled to fly, and that just a little bit, only by 11 minutes. So the good news is no departures, at least out of Reagan National so far this morning. Things are moving pretty smoothly. Of course, you want to give yourself some some extra time, I think Kyle was saying. Are you, <laughs> you with us there, Kyle? Well, looks like we've lost Kyle, but uh, sounds like a busy scene there at Reagan National Airport. And on the roads, AAA is expecting more than 100 million people to drive to holiday destinations this year. That would be a nearly 2% increase from last year. Which roads in the D.C. area will see the heaviest holiday traffic and when? Transportation data and analytics company Inrix is predicting the southbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway will be the craziest. And the peak time on that road that you want to avoid is the Friday after Christmas in the afternoon hours. Stay with WTOP all morning long and, of course, throughout the holiday season for traffic and weather on the 8th. He's calling it the single most hated tax in Virginia. Now the governor is trying to get rid of it. Virginia's car tax has been around for quite a while, but Governor Glenn Youngkin is telling lawmakers he wants to do away with it. Eliminating it permanently is complicated, yet it is a very worthy aspiration. It's part of Youngkin's budget proposal for the next two fiscal years. He's hoping to replace the car tax with an increase in local sales taxes. The car tax belongs in the trash can, not in your mailbox. University of Mary Washington political science professor Stephen Farnsworth says it's an unoriginal idea. This promise of getting rid of the car tax is now about 25 years old. The car tax has been cut before, but not removed entirely. There are all kinds of ways one could simplify this process. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. The budget will be considered by the Virginia General Assembly, which starts its next session January 10th. Marylanders started buying recreational cannabis when it became legal July 1st with a sales tax rate of 9%. So where in the state are people buying it the most? 
Central Maryland has the largest number of dispensaries, and that's where the most money from sales tax on cannabis is coming in. That region includes Anne Arundel, Howard, Carroll, Hartford, and Baltimore counties, as well as Baltimore City. According to a new report from Comptroller Brooke Learman, the state has collected almost $5.5 million from those areas. That's out of the more than $12 million collected statewide from July through September. Customers in Montgomery and Prince George's counties came in next at just over $3 million. Pamela Wood, Maryland Politics and Government Report for the Baltimore Banner. Maryland interestingly set a pretty low tax rate and one of the reasons why they did that was to make sure people would buy legally at dispensaries. And it has been estimated that the first year of sales would generate about $36 million. Valerie Bonk, WTOP News. The winter solstice arrives today at 10:27 p.m. So what does that mean for you? Put simply, well, the winter solstice is another way of describing the first day of winter, and that happens to be today. ABC 7 First Alert meteorologist Jordan Evans says today will also be the shortest day of the year, with the sun going down a minute before 5 this afternoon after that. Many of us will be looking forward to longer days. It will start to happen tomorrow, slowly but surely, as we get closer to spring and eventually summer. By late January, we'll see 10 hours of sunshine during the day and also the coldest weather. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, could two big streaming services eventually combine? It's 7.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. We took a look at the airports. Now to the roads and Rita Kessler in the traffic center. Yeah, and I, and I really do hate to be the bearer of bad news. This does not make me happy. But if you decided to get on the road on southbound 95 in Virginia to head out of town right now, uh, you may be a little too late in terms of delay-wise. Southbound 95 is slow after Quantico. This is a solid delay trying to head towards 630 in Stafford. The problem was a tractor-trailer fire. Now, the fire has been put out, but all the cleanup has still single file left getting you by, which is the reason why that delay is so big in that direction. After you get past it, it looks good into Fredericksburg and continued to points further south, trying to head in toward Richmond. Now, northbound 95 looks good out of Stafford, headed across the Occoquan into Springfield. Still no problems on 395 right now. Eastbound and westbound 66 running well. Interloop, just a little tap of the brakes, passing 236 in Annandale. Northbound Miniville Road near Caton Hill Road in Woodbridge. That was a report of a wreck. If you're in Maryland top side of the Beltway. Delays coming off of I-95 around past 29 Colesville Road with the lanes open. Southbound 270, the earlier delays of ease. That's a good trip out of Urbana. Headed all the way to the lane divide. We have double trouble on I-70. Eastbound I-70 before 97. Exit 76. That's a report of a broken down vehicle uh, with delays coming from 94, making your way past the scene. It is the westbound side of I-70 that is slow headed toward 29 in Ellicott City. That that is a report of a crash. Watch for response to show up in the area. Uh, southbound on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway delays after Route 100, headed past 175 with nothing reported. Northbound 210 near Old Fort Road South was a report of a wreck. And northbound 210 near Farmington Road was also the scene of a crash. On the Beltway, the interloop near Pennsylvania Avenue, the wreck over on the right shoulder. And on Metro Rail, Green Line trains single tracking between Fort Totten and Hyattsville Crossing due to a signal problem outside the Greenbelt Station. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. 
Now 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff. Sunshine will be abundant today once it does come up. This is the latest sunrise of the year, 723, as it is the winter solstice, the start of winter. We will look for those temperatures eventually to climb near 50 degrees this afternoon, so pretty solid for a December day. Back in the 20s and 30s tonight, tomorrow a few more uh, clouds are around. Temperatures may be a few degrees less in the mid-40s, but then we rebound. Saturday, temperatures bounce back up to near 50 with a mix of sun and clouds. Christmas Eve Sunday, we're going to look for temperatures in the mid-50s. I'm 70s meteorologist Brian Vandegraaff in the First Alert Weather Center. 28 degrees in Upper Marlboro, 27 in Woodbridge, 33 in the district. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. It is 7.10. Time for Money News. We bring it to you at 10 and 40 past the hour. A big media merger could be in the works. Warner Brothers Discovery is reportedly in talks to merge with Paramount Global. Axios reports the combination would create a news and entertainment behemoth that would likely trigger further industry consolidation. If a merger does happen, each company's main streaming service, Max and Paramount Plus, could merge to better rival Netflix and Disney Plus. And CBS News could be combined with CNN to create a global news powerhouse. Paramount is under enormous pressure to find a strategic partner or buyer as it's staring down a mountain of debt. With the end of the year nearly here, it's safe to say 2023 was the year of Barbie. Yes, Greta Gerwig's smash hit takes this year's box office prize, hauling in more than $1.4 billion since July. CNBC reports it's the first time in years a non-sequel has topped the year-end box office. The Super Mario Brothers movie and Oppenheimer round out the top three. That's WTOP's Brennan Hazelton. This report is sponsored by Whole Foods Market. Whole Foods Market makes holiday menu magic. Save on monumental roasts, curated cheeses, and more. Shop in-store or online now through December 25th. Coming up on WTOP, the U.S. military leading an effort to stop attacks on ships in the Red Sea. We will go live with former Navy Captain Gene Moran coming up shortly. It's 712. Today's Innovation in Government report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. Herb Kelsey, the Project Fort Zero team leader at Dell Technologies, says agencies need a strategy that improves cybersecurity across all aspects of their infrastructure in parallel. The Concern that I would have with people starting somewhere like identity management and not working on the other pillars of zero trust in parallel is that all they're doing is pushing the adversary to an area that they're not focused on right now. And so the conversations that I have with agencies, whether it's in the U.S. or around the world, is you really need to look at building across all of those pillars in order to be successful. Let Dell Technologies, Kerasoft, and their reseller partners help you imagine what your agency is capable of. Listen to the full program at federalnewsnetwork.com, keyword innovation in government. It's hard to holiday shop for my family because everyone is so different. Becky's a botanist, Kurt's a cook, Ricky's a reptile wrangler, Lee's a lifeguard, Tori's a teacher, and Ian is an insurance. Luckily, I can never go wrong with gifting games from the Virginia Lottery. Everyone gets scratchers and everyone is happy, even Cameron the Critic. I give scratchers every year because I know it's a gift that everyone will love. And I love playing the online instant games. Celebrate the season with the Virginia Lottery. Visit VALottery.com slash holiday. Please gift responsibly. Coming up. 
A call to put more teeth into speeding fines. I'm Dick Iuliano. More news in 60 seconds. Looking for what's new? Supercharge your driving experience with Buyer Volvo Cars. Is your current car not conducting itself well? Well, stop tasing it. Our electrifying lineup will make sure you're never left in a lurch or low on hertz. Why go on a terminal trip when Volvo's dynamic electric options can amplify your journey? It's not just a phase, and we're leading the charge. Own your way to Buyer Volvo with us every trip is a positively charged adventure you won't resist our electrifying deals they're more than shocking still alternating let's illuminate things buyers deals are so magnetic they'll attract even the most polarized of car enthusiasts from our battery of options to our sparking services we've got the amps to energize your capacitors join the current trend at buyer volvo we're wired differently why settle for static when you can be electric buyer volvo cars charging the way to a brighter Drive with outlets in Dulles, Falls Church, Winchester, and BuyerVolvoCars.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 715, I'm Michelle Bash. And I'm John Aaron. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin announced a new U.S.-led operation this week in the Red Sea to address a series of attacks on ships by Iran-backed Houthi rebels. Joining us live to talk about this, former Navy destroyer captain and congressional consultant Gene Moran. Good morning. What is your experience in the Red Sea? Uh, good morning. I've uh, commanded ships and led multi-ship operations uh, throughout the Red Sea, Gulf of Aden, uh, Suez Canal, that that entire area. It's a challenging space. Uh, not a lot of area to work with. The narrow strait down at the south with Strait of Bab el-Mandeb. Uh, it's a, impressive to see this force come together. I think it's a start of getting things under control. It seems like a big concern through all this is the threat of escalation. When you were commanding a ship, were you thinking about that as you were dealing with threats, or was it just looking at the mission and seeing a threat come in and saying, I have to deal with this and let the chips fall where they may? Well, we we generally operate under peacetime rules of engagement, and then intelligence might uh, slowly ramp things up. We're in that uncomfortable phase right now where things are changing before our eyes. Uh, with the USS Kearney's spectacular performance in shooting down o- over a dozen drones last weekend. You know, that was quite impressive, but it also is quite a change in the complexion of warfare in that area. Yeah, I mean, where do you see this going from here? Any ideas? Well, we need to get this immediate situation under control. Uh, to me, that means uh, opening up uh, normal commercial traffic through that uh, very important strategic uh, channel Uh, It's important for uh, economic reasons, of course. I think that will require, in addition to this task force, getting at the the problem ashore. So I'm talking about the uncontrolled portions of Yemen from which these uh, Houthi rebels emanate. Yeah, you mentioned the USS Kearney's performance, and it has been incredible hearing time and time again about those drones being shot down. Is, Is something like that sustainable for a ship like that, or do we have other resources that can do something similar? I, th- I think for a single ship, it's uh, it does require certainly a heightened state of vigilance when you uh, have intelligence to suggest that uh, these activities will be ongoing. Uh, for a ship to remain at that heightened state of alert, I think, is, uh, is unreasonable. Uh, that said, I think we would expect any U.S. ship to perform similarly if, if they had similar weapon systems on board. Not all do. Uh, we do have several ships of the same class in the area that have similar capabilities. What would happen if, God forbid, a U.S. ship gets hit? I think it changes the uh, the nature of what our mission is, for sure. 
Uh, we certainly wouldn't ever want to see that happen, but this is a this is a different type of uh, of threat. And uh, the closer it gets to the ship, the, the more challenging that defense becomes. Uh, and and when you arrive in numbers, as you know, some of these swarming tactics are suggesting, uh, it becomes uh, quite challenging. Thanks so much, Gene, for sharing your perspective. Glad to be with you. Merry we appreciate Christmas. it. That is former Navy destroyer captain and congressional consultant Gene Moran. And now a look at the top stories we are working on here at WTOP. Today is expected to be the busiest of the Christmas holiday season before Christmas at the airports. A judge says Rudy Giuliani must immediately pay almost $150 million for defaming two election workers. And Arlington County is making a change for voters that will go into effect next year. Keep it here for full details in the minutes ahead. It's 718. Traffic and weather on the 8s with Rita Kessler. And right now, the big problem is on southbound 95 in Virginia. This is usually a road that a lot of you are going to travel on to try to get out of town. So if you're thinking of leaving now, you may want to delay that trip just a bit. That delay is out of Quantico, headed past 610 Garrisonville Road, trying to head towards 630 in Stafford. A single left lane is still all that is getting you by the tractor-trailer fire cleanup. The delays on Route 1 southbound along that stretch are getting pretty bad as well, as a lot of you try to take that instead. So not always the best option. Now, elsewhere in the area, the new problem in the district, southbound DC 295 near Benning Road, the crash in the right lane. Those delays are back near Burroughs. On Benning Road, westbound at 21st Street Northeast, the left lane is blocked with the crash. Inbound New York Avenue, a little heavy approaching the light at Bladensburg Road. Not a bad trip on the Suitland Parkway. You're seeing a brief tap at the brakes approaching Branch Avenue, but then it looks good all the way to and across the Douglas Bridge. In Maryland, along I-70, eastbound I-70 delays continue to grow, headed toward uh, Maryland 97, exit 76. That's a report of a broken-down vehicle in the roadway. Westbound I-70, those delays are almost back to the Baltimore Beltway, headed toward 29, where we had a report of a wreck. Northbound 210 near Old Fort Road South was a report of a crash. And also northbound 210 near Farmington Road was a report of a wreck. If you're on the Beltway, it is the outer loop topside, the slowdown from New Hampshire around toward Georgia Avenue. Inner loop near Pennsylvania Avenue, the crash is over on the right shoulder and not really causing much of a backup. I'm Rita Kessler, WTOP Traffic. Seven News First Alert meteorologist Brian Vandegraff. We are off to yet another chilly start. What's ahead for the rest of the day? Oh, we'll make it to near 50 degrees this afternoon, John. We were 50 yesterday, so I think almost uh, a copy of what we had yesterday. I am watching a beautiful sunrise out there this morning with lots of uh, sunshine coming across the horizon and pretty shots from all across the region. This this is the latest sunrise that we get of this year, 722, 723, depending on your neighborhood. The sun will come up today, and then from this point forward, we'll be seeing earlier sunrises by a few seconds. But nonetheless, this will be happening earlier and earlier as we head deeper through the winter season. Temperatures at 50 today above the average which is currently 47 degrees for this time of year overnight you know the drill 20s and 30s tomorrow i'll have a few more clouds around in the morning a little more sunshine through the afternoon we'll go partly sunny it will be a touch cooler we'll say mid 40s for highs for tomorrow then those temperatures start to pump back up again by saturday with a mix of clouds and sunshine near 50 degrees and then for christmas eve on sunday a lot of clouds around i see but very mild mid 50s 
by Christmas Day, pushing 60 degrees with more clouds and sunshine. So definitely tracking more clouds around into the holiday weekend. But with the mild temperatures, I think we can take it. As far as any unsettled weather, that'll be next Tuesday. So if you have any travel plans locally, we're good to go. Even some you know 95 distance traveling, we're pretty calm north and south all the way up through Christmas Day. It's Christmas Day night into the next day, Tuesday, that our next weather maker rolls in with some rain. It is currently 21 degrees for our friends in Culpeper, Virginia. It is Hagerstown now checking in at 31. Right now, Leonardtown checking in at 28. And it's brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up, residents say there's a crisis situation on a local road that needs to be dealt with. 722. Ah. That's the sound of knowing you've got a free ride home guaranteed. If you like carpooling or vanpooling, but worry about getting stuck at the office, relax. With Commuter Connections, you can get a free ride home for unexpected emergencies or unscheduled overtime, even if you're commuting just a few times a week. All free. Register or renew today for free at commuterconnections.org or call 800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. Here's Tabitha Terman, the founder and CEO of Integrated Finance and Accounting Solutions on the Business of Defense podcast, sponsored by ASMC on Federal News Network. We are an organization where we stay connected to the community as well. So that's part of our culture, not just being a part of ASMC and other professional organizations. We give back in the communities that we live and work. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search ASMC. The U.S. defense industry is large, complex, and competitive. It is also lucrative for those companies able to navigate it successfully. The American Society of Military Comptrollers helps bridge the gap between the boardroom and the battlefield while supporting transformation in the defense sector. The Business of Defense podcast brings you inside the companies working to achieve this directly from the business leaders and to understand how they create value for their companies and their customers. For more information on ASMC, visit ASMCOnline.com. Jack Frost is a slippery character (laughs) with a nasty bag of tricks, sleet and snow, freezing rain and the big bad blizzard. Don't let him fool you. Depend on WTOP for traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. A winter weather advisory has just been issued. A lot of side streets remain unplowed. You'll know how to dress the kids to deal with Jack Frost. And you'll know when you can hit the road, Jack. WTOP News. Facts matter. It's 724. Maryland Route 210 is a highway notorious for speeding and deadly crashes. And residents who live nearby are calling for higher fines for drivers who go way too fast as well as for repeat offenders. Reverend Robert Screen of the 210 Traffic Safety Committee says the stretch of road in Prince George's County needs tougher enforcement against speeding. We've suffered uh, 91 fatalities in the last 16 years. Screen is hoping the General Assembly will support a bill that would sharply raise the fines for excessive speed and repeat speeders. We have a static system right now, $40, no matter if you're going 67 miles an hour or you get caught doing 167 miles an hour. Under the bill, fines could climb as high as $500 or or more with the aim of deterring drivers, some of whom screen says have been clocked going more than 150 miles an hour. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. 
Think red. Dave Preston, close games by the Caps are good? Yes, they are 8-1-3 and three now, if the math is correct on my part, in one-goal games this season. Capitals hosting the New York Islanders last night with Dylan Strome delivering in overtime. Strome will come out and play catch with a different look. Strome scores! Dylan Strome with an overtime game-winning goal. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, New York. The Capitals take it down in overtime. John Walton on 1500 AM. The Caps win 3-2. Darcy Kemper makes 30 saves, while Strom's goal is his team-high 13th of the season. Best year by a Dylan since, what, maybe season 3 of 90210 when uh, Dylan and uh, Kelly ran off together, leaving <laughs> word for Brenda it. in the dust. NFL commanders are averaging 18 points during their five-game losing streak. Wide receiver Terry McLaurin and company preparing to face a New York Jets defense.